Hey, and welcome to the short stuff. I'm Josh. There's Chuck. There's Josh. This is short stuff with an exclamation point. I thought this was super interesting. I feel like we've talked about this before. Yeah. Do, do you remember on our um, our little one minute explanation videos that have been scrubbed? I guess from the internet because I don't know where those things are. I don't know if I remember those. Yeah, we'd be like, we'd explain something to one another in one minute. Really? Just in stand-up videos, yeah. Yeah, I sort of do. We've done so many dumb videos over the years. I think the only thing that was worth anything was Don't Be Dumb. You're sweet. But also, Internet Roundup was pretty great. And again, this day in history was wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. (laughs) Anyway, I think we talked about this, but it is super interesting and I love it. Yeah, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of tendrils. Uh, We're talking about the exclamation point. Mm Mm-hmm. And there are just lots of weird and interesting facts about this. Yeah. Uh, No one knows where it came from exactly. Uh, It was introduced in English as far back as the 14th century, where it was called the point of admiration. That's pretty sweet. I like that. And the theory of what it, how it came about was that it was uh, used for the Latin exclamation of joy, which is capital I, capital O. I-O. And the I above that O looks like the exclamation point. Yeah, like they think that somebody was using that and started just, I guess, saving space. I don't know. But instead of putting I then O is I above O. And yeah, that looks a lot like an exclamation point. Yeah. They also think the question mark came from that too. Q-O, quo, oh. to, to question somebody. Sure. That they just put the Q above the O and that's where that came from. It's pretty. Look at there. Pretty good explanation if you ask me. Yeah. And so... If you want to talk about, like, the actual rules of grammar, because it's different than how we use it today, mm. uh, in some ways, you can also still use it this way, but is is obviously an exclamation to exclaim something in a sentence or an interjection. Right. So, like, if you're like, um, I stubbed my toe. Yeah. That would be an appropriate place to use an exclamation point without people making fun of you or saying, like, um, Yeehaw! There you go. If you say that without an exclamation point, yeah, you just, just look kind of like a jerk. You're a cowboy who's dead inside. Right, right, exactly. So people kind of long understood, like, these are the two instances that you could use an exclamation point, and that was that. Um, everyone just knew, like, you just don't use it um, unless you are, say, like, bad at writing. Like, if you yeah. come across a book written in, like, the 20th century, and there's a lot of exclamation points, that book was roundly laughed at. Because one thing that you'll find if you start to dig into the history of exclamation points is we used to use them way less yeah, yeah. than you see today. And they were used in the 19th century. I think yellow muckraker journalists used them a lot to kind of get people on the edge of their seat or whatever. And, uh-huh. um, it's kind of a poke. It's like a... It's an emotional poke, and so it can get kind of worn out very quickly, and it was. So people used them sparingly um, starting around the 20th century. Yeah, and here's another super cool little fact. Uh, I have an old typewriter in my room, Mm -hmm. and I have never noticed, but there is not an exclamation point Mm -hmm. because up until about 1970, they didn't have – it didn't have its own key as a a punctuation mark. Sure. You had to retrofit it. Yeah, I didn't know how to make one – and this is pretty interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So what you do is you type a period. Step one. You backspace. Step two. And then you type an apostrophe on top of it. And that would be the third and final step. Yeah, not bad. It's a good little solve. But your your exclamation point looks a little like lazy or crooked. Yeah, agreed. You know, I guess it gets the point across. I mean, you could 
if you wanted to try and get tricky, you could roll the thing down a little bit and try and type an L, I suppose. Sure. But that's, you're really gambling there. Yeah, but think about the trouble that people went to to type an exclamation point back then. Like, you really needed to mean it. Yeah, that's true. You know? Like, wanted. <laughs> exactly. So, um, back in the day, apparently, they didn't call them exclamation points. Uh, as recently as the 50s, Chuck, they called them bangs. Yeah. And that's a longstanding tradition. And I think in the 19th century, um, printers, like where they actually spelled out like each letter of every word in a newspaper, mm-hmm. they called them bangs back then. Pretty cool. It is pretty cool. You want to take a break? Yeah, we'll take a break and talk about how things have changed. Exclamation. <laughs> Okay, Chuck, we're back. It's kind of funny if you listen to this episode and just imagine an exclamation point at the end of every one of our sentences, mm-hmm. I'll bet it'd be a little more enjoyable than normal. Yeah, I mean, surely we'll call it something exclamation point and use an exclamation point. I don't know. I don't know. We could also zig instead of zagging. That's true. Go for the subtle joke. So if you are aware of the world today, in the West at least, um, you are aware that exclamation points are everywhere. They're dripping from the ceilings, the mm-hmm. walls. They're in your um, your cereal. Everywhere there's exclamation points. <laughs> and this is a fairly new thing. And for a little while, especially when it really started to take hold and say like the aughts, the 2000 aughts, mm-hmm. People made fun of these. I remember distinctly writing a blog post saying, like, this is ruining the world, basically. This uh, you overuse were against of the exclamation point. I was. Um, now, and I warned against this in my blog post, now you can't not use an exclamation point or else you seem like you're being mean. Yes. That was the ultimate problem that I foresaw way back in the day. Yeah, so that that is what has changed everything is e-communication. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a linguist named Gretchen McCullough who really very succinctly ties a bow on exactly what this is, and that is this. It is it is a sincerity marker, right? not an intensity marker now. Yeah, which makes a tremendous amount of sense. Yeah, I mean, it can be both. You can still obviously say, get out of my way, exclamation point. Sure. But if you're communicating with someone via text, via email, and you say, you know, thanks a lot for helping, if you'd say... Thanks a lot for helping. With just a period, mm-hmm. it comes across as not too friendly. It just does now. It, it does. And it's sad because there's a very cool way of putting it that's not excited or anything like that. And uh-huh. if you, it, I feel like we've also gotten a lot more insecure at the same time we've started oh, to use sure. electronic communication. Yeah. And so that those two have kind of cohabitated or coexisted or co-evolved, and we now require that exclamation point to say, to say, I mean this, like I'm being serious. Yeah. Which, because when we communicate electronically, email, chat, text, what have you, um, we're missing like all of the verbal, the audio and the visual yeah. cues that come through when you're talking to somebody or you can hear someone talking or see them talking. So we have to kind of 
adorn our communication now with these other cues to mm-hmm. let people know, like, I'm not being sarcastic, which makes people who use exclamation points sarcastically, they are basically undermining the very fabric <laughs> of the new society that we're building. Like, we're holding on by our fingernails on this new system. <laughs> right. It's like, please don't pull the rug out from under us. Yeah, like, give it another 50 years maybe before you really start doing that. But it is an interesting thing with the sarcasm or genuine quality, and that's the differentiator. Like, if someone gives you a lot of help— mm-hmm. You could say, thank you so much, exclamation point. Mm-hmm. If someone doesn't really help you that much, you could also say, thank you so much. Right. And like, you can hear my voice and clearly know what's going on. But on, on a, in an email or, or a text, that period is a signifier, I think. It's a message. Yeah, it is. It is. So exactly how you take it, I think, largely depends on the type of person you are. But it, I think what Gretchen McCullough said was, it's a... It's a um, Sincerity marker. Uh, sincerity marker. Beautiful. Yeah, Over really an intensity marker. Uh, the other thing, too, is that they have found through research that uh, women use them more than men mm-hmm. uh, if you're communicating online to show friendliness. And they've also found that young women and uh, people of color, young people of color especially, are linguistic innovators. They're often vilified in the early processes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one thing they mentioned in this How Stuff Works article is, is like Valley Girl speech, where as people say like all the time now, and yeah. s- some people point it out and make fun of it. And I guarantee you those people use it all the time, too. But uh, that stuff was really derided in the 80s. But now it's kind of widespread in a lot of ways. Yeah. Remember, I think it was was it is Moon Unit Frank Zappa's daughter? Yes. Okay, remember she had that song, Valley Girl, that hit Uh making fun of Valley Girls. And, like, the whole world was making fun of Valley Girls. And now everyone talks like a Valley Girl. To a certain degree, that is true, I think. So the idea behind this, according to linguists, um, is that starting about in the 2000 aughts, again, 2005, 6, 7, around the time when texting really became a big thing in America, um, younger uh, women started using exclamation points a lot and it just became a an innovation that spilled over into the rest of culture. Yeah, and there are a couple of other theories that it it says a lot in a short amount of time mm-hmm. and people are communicating so quickly these days in shorter bursts that it kind of plays a valuable role, which makes it really, sense. It does because if you if you add an exclamation point, it keeps you from having to say like, and I couldn't believe it or I really yeah, meant it or really you know, I was very me. surprised. <laughs> yeah, it says it all right there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, the other interesting thing too is that they've done uh, studies and they have shown that if you use exclamation points in the business setting – that it is more likely that you are uh, not a supervisor or higher. Or per- perceives as such. Right. And that yeah. is true, man. When I think about, like, our bosses, mm-hmm. they don't use a lot of exclamation points. That's for the kids. Yeah. Nary an exclamation point among them. There is one person that I won't name on the air in our company that we exchange emails with uh-huh. that does the, like, two or three exclamation points. Oh, I haven't noticed. I'll have to pay attention. Don't tell me. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to see if I can figure it out. I'll email you in the next few days about it. I always draw the line with one, and I try to use them as very much as sincerity markers to display that like, I'm either genuine about something or sincere about something. Yeah. 
anything I don't do too. You don't use them much at all, I've noticed. I I use them, but I will I've very frequently gone back and read an email before I sent it and removed an exclamation point and replaced it with a period. Not because I was coming I meant to like tone down my sincerity or anything like that, but because I don't want to overuse them so that it does mean something or that it does come through clearly when I do use them. Right. Uh, and tying into this, the other kind of interesting thing, how these um, sort of, uh, it's not really grammar, but how these things evolve over the years is the, the all caps thing. Mm-hmm. It now means like you're yelling at somebody. Right. And it's always funny to see in some sort of thread or forum where there are uh, maybe people of a certain age accidentally get that caps lock going. <laughs> right. And it just is like this angry old person is just yelling at everybody. <laughs> That's right. It is. It's funny. They don't mean it. They just didn't know how to turn it off. Yes. And if you have all caps and multiple explanations, you're either super excited or really ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Chuck, I have to ask you something. Because I don't use exclamation points from an outsider perspective, mm-hmm. Does it seem like I'm being tepid or <laughs> cold or a jerk or mean? No, I mean, you and I communicate in as short a hand as possible at this point. Yeah, yeah, but uh, like it, you're, you're CC'd on just about every email at work. Oh, that you mean I'm like on. to other people? Yeah, so to other people, does it, how does it look? I think uh, uh, managerial and refined. Oh, oh, that's exactly what I'm going for. <laughs> nice work. I have a computer monocle that I wear when I send emails. So that's, it, it comes through. That's what I'm trying to get across. Yeah, you're doing fine. Don't worry. Th- thanks, man. <laughs> Managerial and reply. <laughs> Serviceable and workmanlike. Yes. Uh, you got anything else? I got nothing else. I don't either. So that means that short stuff is away. Stuff You Should Know is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.